Welcome to our series about your health. I'm Deborah Howell, and we all know someone who's had surgery and then blew off doing the physical therapy or speech therapy afterwards because it just seemed like it might be too hard or we didn't think we had the time. You know, the usual excuses. Well, today, I have two experts with me to tell us why therapy is so doggone important and where you can get expanded physical, occupational, speech, and pediatric rehabilitation in the Sauk Valley. Jeff Wright is a doctor of physical therapy, an orthopedic clinical specialist, and sports clinical specialist and physical therapist at CGH Rehab Services at CGH Medical Center. Nolan Wolf is a doctor of physical therapy and physical therapist at CGH Rehab Services, Dixon, at CGH Medical Center. So, Nolan, let's start with you. What is occupational therapy? Occupational therapy, it really covers a wide spectrum of the rehabilitation area. Uh, it helps people across a wide their lifespan, uh, really helping them adapt back to their environment. Focuses a lot of uh, on kind of the dexterity of the upper extremities, uh, as well as kind of their participation in, in what we call ADLs or activities of daily living, uh, such as grooming or getting dressed, uh, feeding, that sort of thing. And who's a good candidate for physical rehab? Uh, really any uh, patient who could benefit from Physical rehab are people who are struggling with their day-to-day sort of tasks, uh, whether it be pain, uh, deficits in strength, mobility, balance, that sort of thing. Uh, Patients can respond well to uh, just the physical exercise and physical activity uh, that we can do with uh, physical therapy. And, of course, it's all wrapped in the mind as well, physical stuff. So what are some of the other challenges adolescents face who come to you for treatment? Um, I'm sure there can be some sort of astigmatism sometimes with adolescents coming into physical therapy, uh, but really a lot of patients, a large amount of our patients are within that 18 and younger younger age group, uh, whether it be coming back from an ACL, there's uh, research studies that show that there is kind of a fear avoidance or just a kind of a, a mental scarring, what I like to call, um, it was getting back into return to play. So there's a lot of obviously psychological uh, as well as emotional barriers to, um, you know, physical therapy uh, when patients come in here. Um, and, you know, by getting people back into their day-to-day sort of function, um, they're able to enhance their, their movement patterns and movement quality. I can definitely, definitely relate to that. Having had the ACL surgery, you're you're kind of a different person for a little while. You're just, you know, more tentative, a little more scared. And especially if you're an athlete, it's like, wow, do I really want to go at it as hard as I did before? So what would you say to that? Um, I think for a lot of patients, it's really just being patient uh, with your rehab process. Um, a lot of people, you know, sometimes is their first major injury. Uh, and when it's your first major injury, it can be a little bit intimidating rehabbing and, you know, focusing on specific movements and specific activation of muscles. Uh, and then when you're starting to, you know, start to see that progress, you really want to kind of get back into return to play and doing what all your friends are doing and things like that. So uh, the big patient, being patient is the biggest key. Uh, knowing that there's a there's a timeline to our tissues healing in our body that uh, we can do as physical therapists promote that uh, tissue healing as fast as we can. Um, however, there is there's only there's a limitation there. Absolutely. Now, what do you actually do in a treatment session, Nolan? Uh, so, with physical therapy here at CGH, we focus on 45 to 60 minutes of skilled care. That could be 
um, like I said, kind of graded exercises where we are kind of gradually increasing resistance or motion. Uh, we're doing hands-on techniques to improve mobility in certain joints or reducing pain. Uh, there's even therapeutic modalities that we'll do, such as electric stimulation, traction, ultrasound, um, as well as even like dexamethasone, which is a iontophoresis, which can help with anti-inflammatories. So tell me a little bit more about that, because that's kind of new. Um, so iontophoresis has been around a little bit while, for a little while, but it's something that a lot of people don't know necessarily about. What it is is more of a, it's a topical um, kind of medication that we can do to do a localized kind of delivery of a medication under a doctor's script uh, for the delivery of that drug. Um, and so what it does is to help kind of reduce any sort of inflammation around the area. That way they can move their arm or leg better uh, with less pain. Got it. I have one more question for you, and then, Jeff, I promise to get to you. How involved is the family in a patient's treatment program? I think the family has a, a large role to play. Uh, a supportive family or supportive cast can uh, be all the difference in someone recovering well from an injury or having a, maybe a little bit more tougher time. Uh, when you have support at home, uh, it when they, that'll help you incentivize you to do your exercises at home, kind of be an active participant in your recovery process. <clears throat> Got it. All right, Jeff, what's the most common type of treatment you do? Um, well, I'm actually a physical therapist, just like Nolan is. So um, I, I do carry board certifications in orthopedic and sports medicine. Um, so I tend to see more of the athletic and post-surgical patients, um, but also treat, you know, common musculoskeletal injuries, um, chronic pain, uh, vestibular dysfunction, and uh, even work a lot with sports concussions. That must be incredible to work on people who have concussions and to get them back to their normal lives as much as possible. Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, sports concussions, kind of one of those growing um, things that's, um, you know, out there in the media now, one, preventing concussions, but then two, uh, when an athlete does sustain a concussion, making sure that they safely transition back to, you know, full academic activities and then eventually back to full sporting activities. Um so working with a physical therapist can be beneficial, you know, um, especially in that transition back to sport. Um, another uh, provider group within our rehab uh, facility is uh, speech therapy. And so we have speech therapists here at CGH who also work uh, with sports concussions. Um, and they deal with more of kind of the cognitive side of the dysfunction. So if athletes are having trouble with memory, um, uh, concentration, uh, maybe getting caught up on schoolwork if they had some time out of school when the initial injury occurred, uh, the speech therapy group can help with that too. What would you consider a successful outcome of a speech therapy? Um, well, spe so speech therapy, um, you know, is kind of a very unique population um, that those therapists treat. Um, so it's, it's more than just speech um, dysfunction. Um, obviously, they, they work with speech and language. Um, our speech therapy department here also performs swallow studies. So um, in, you know, patients who are uh, like post-neurological um, injury, if they're having trouble, um, you know, swallowing liquids or chewing food, the, the speech therapy group would help treat those dysfunctions. Um, you know, similar to the sports concussion, our speech therapists also work um, with, uh, you know, memory care, cognitive care, um, they can help with, um, you know, dementia, um, 
kind of a little bit of everything. So, you know, in general, more than just speech therapy. But but a good outcome, I think, for them would be um, on the speech and language side, obviously, improving one's ability to communicate with others. Um, on the swallowing side and, and feeding side, you know, being able to maintain independence in those activities, um, you know, and lowering the risk of uh, choking on, on either food or liquid. And then on the memory and cognitive side of things, um, just being able to, you know, once again, interact uh, with family members or friends. Um, and, and speech therapy is really helpful in, you know, teaching people uh, ways to kind of accommodate um, and, and little tricks to help with memory and some of those cognitive activities. So some of the things that you do in a speech therapy session might involve what? Um, well, I'm, I'm not actually a speech therapist, um, but I, I do kind of lead and coordinate the outpatient rehab side of things here at CGH. So, um, you know, a lot of what speech therapy involves, um, it, it, it's going to be, it, you know, in, in pediatric kids, maybe working on um, how to enunciate or, um, or you know, say different letters um, in um, a geriatric population, an older population, it might be a patient who is uh, just had a, a CVA, a stroke, and they're working on um, swallowing or feeding. Um, it could also be in that same population, maybe working on um, voice or articulation. Um, we we actually have uh, a couple speech therapists here at CGH who are certified in what is called LSVT Loud. Um, mm-hmm. And this is actually kind of a, it's a neurological rehab protocol um, that's specifically geared towards um, neurological patients um, who may be dealing with Parkinson's disease. And so a lot of the LSVT loud treatment focuses on um, really um, vocalizations, pronouncing um, words, um, trying to improve um you know, one's ability to communicate with others. And it's it's a pretty effective treatment that our therapists here use in that population. And what are some of the advantages of having speech and occupational therapy right there at CGH Medical Center? Well, I, I would even go a little step further and say that having physical therapy, occupational therapy, and speech therapy um, within our facility here at CGH, it you know, it builds on that comprehensive care. So, uh, the nice thing about having all three disciplines within one facility is one: if if you're a patient who's seeking, um, you know, uh, seeking care through through rehab, you have access to the occupational therapist. Like Nolan said, they're going to deal more with maybe upper extremity fine motor skills. Physical therapy might deal with more, um, you know, lower extremity or kind of gross motor functional activities, and then speech therapy. Um, in, let's say, the instance of like a stroke or neurological injury or a concussion, they can deal with more of the cognitive memory, um, voice, and articulation. So being able to come to one facility, um, have access to all three providers or all three types of providers, um, it improves coordination of care, um, it improves our communication with referring providers, um, and it, it really just builds on that comprehensive rehab network that we've tried to establish here at CGH. Sounds great. Nolan, what's the best thing about your job? Uh, I think the best thing about my job is it's very rewarding seeing patients get better. 
Uh, you're seeing them walk in at a, a time where typically most patients who are going to physical therapy probably aren't too happy to be there just because they're in pain or they can't do what they love to do. So when you get them back to the point where they're getting back into you know golfing, fishing, whatever the case may be, uh, I think it's really rewarding and you can see the amount of pr- improvement they've made. There's a real relationships that, you know, that forms between the patient and uh, their PT instructors or what Bill Clinton used to call their pain and torture instructors. <laughs> their, their therapists. I just went through shoulder surgery and I had a year of uh, PT and I, I, I am so grateful for all of you in that field that just bring you back from complete powerlessness, not even be able to hold a cup of coffee in your hand to, mm-hmm. you know, full let's get back on the hill and start skiing again. And we just want to thank you for all that you do. Well, thank you. It's absolutely a pleasure to be able to work with patients who are motivated and, and, and driven to get back into their daily life. Um, you, you yourself have known kind of where people start off at in some stances or some instances when they come to therapy. Uh, and obviously you've seen the benefits that you know physical therapy can do for people. Well, I do want to thank both Jeff Wright and Nolan Wolf for all the good work they do for getting people back to their daily routines and living their best lives. We really appreciate it. Thank Thank you so much for having us on. I really appreciate it. I'm Deborah Howell. Thank you for listening to CGH About Your Health. Head on over to our website at cghmc.com to get connected with one of our wonderful providers. Oh, and if you found this podcast helpful, please feel free to share on your social channels and be sure to check back in soon for the next podcast. Have yourself a fabulous day.